today's episode of Everything You Need Is Inside, I have my dear friend Grace Romano of Graceful Healing. Grace has been an integral part in my own healing journey uh, through the body. So Grace is a body worker, a masseuse, a massage therapist, an intuitive healer, a yoga therapist, uh, a body whisperer. Mm, I'm a muscle dominatrix. Oh, all the things. Um, And really, just uh, a woman of so many different uh, natures, I would say. Like, you stand for so much more than um, what meets the eye, I would would say. And also, just in terms of energetic connection, the moment I walked into your home the first time, I felt just this safe haven to completely surrender. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that is grace. I think we can stop. Should we just stop now? We're done. Yeah, we're done. Let's, uh, let's <laughs> we're throw done. these cards <laughs> at the camera. Um, and there's something that has led us to want to pull a card before this uh, episode to mm-hmm. maybe see where the energy carries us in th- into this deck. So yeah. this particular deck is Blessings, Guidance, and Enlightenment from the Divine Feminine um, by Alana Fairchild, who really creates beautiful artwork in her decks. I've never even seen one of these decks. Really? When you showed them to me, I was just so drawn to it. So we're going to both have to do, uh, like, not, like you're knocking your energy onto that. So okay. we're both infusing. Good. One more time. Okay. okay. And then, um, I don't know, should we, I kind of want to, we're going to do one and I'm drawing, or you want to be drawing? You're, a, you're my guest. Okay. You're in my home. Which is a very lovely home. Thank you. Okay. And... Let me see how, I'm going to do the shuffle style where we just let which one fall out that wants to fall. So this could take a little small bit of time. Okay. So while Grace is shuffling, I will tell you that I've had three experiences on her massage table, all very different. And the first one was the day after I left a very intense 15 minute, a 15 month relationship. And I think on your table, I melted. Mm-hmm. And then the second one uh, was in another big transition of my life. And then the most recent one was so intense that when <laughs> I was through, I had to sit in my car for 30 minutes mm-hmm. because my body would not move. Mm-hmm. And I was not safe to drive. Ooh, and this is pure smart. sober after what we would call massage. So, yeah. And I said to you, oh, that's the one. So I said to you, I was like, the world is moving faster than you. Remember that? I was yeah. like, the world is moving faster than you. Take your time. And you so, meant it. Yeah. What is it? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, <laughs> the gates of heaven. <laughs> well, they have opened. I'm fucking here. You're welcome. <laughs> All beings have an okay. ultimate spiritual destiny of happiness and freedom. Beloved Kuan Yin shines tireless compassion upon all life to this end. Yet sometimes attachments, lower vibrational beings, entities, and elementals become frightened of divine love and believe they will do better to hide in human energy fields instead. This blocks progress towards liberation where human beings and lower vibrational beings can pass through the gates of heaven into peace, bliss, and homecoming to the spiritual source of all life. Sometimes we need to, we need to help beings find their way to the light. They can get attached to earthly energies, people, places, or things. Like trying to enter a forbidden city, they attempt to reside where they should not, within the light of the human energy field, rather than progressing spiritually on their own journey through the gates of heaven into a higher consciousness of bliss. Sometimes this happens because although the journey can occur to the consciousness of the lower vibrational being, it doesn't seem possible. 
You may consciously sense attachments or spiritual presence that is not of the highest vibration needs to be released from your energy field. Or you may just feel angry, tired, depleted, or not yourself sometimes. This may be because of old energies that you need to release that do not belong to you, or even from energetic influences that are not a natural part of your energy field and can be released for the greater good of all involved. The healing process below will help you even if you are unaware of the intricacies behind why you are feeling the way that you do. You may have just done a clearing, in which case this oracle is confirmation that it is working. Or if you have right. recently lost a beloved, this is confirmation that they are passing through and are at peace, but could benefit also from your loving prayers to help them on their way. This oracle may also indicate a psychic skill that you have in helping non-physical beings find their way into more peaceful consciousness. If you feel this may be the case, you would perhaps benefit from seeking out training from skilled practitioners who approach the task with love and kindness in their hearts. It is also a message that there is benefit in calling back to yourself all parts of you, that leaving any part of you attached to another's energy field out of fear is not going to help you grow anymore. The time has come to own your power and no longer seek to enter the forbidden city of another's energy field, and instead seek to pass through the gates of heaven and dwell in the palace of light within your own heart. That. So it's so true for like what we have done in, in sessions even and stuff too. You know, like I feel like that's totally. I think maybe that's a totally on par for this for us for Spiritual this healing. attachments things. And, and we just said before we came on, we were just talking about the me screaming, "Get out!" Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember. I now I do obviously, but yeah. In my last experience on Grace's table a couple of weeks ago. Um, there was an energy stuck in my right wing. And as mm -hmm. Grace has shared with me many times, the upper right part of the body is either father, brother, or uncle. Yeah. And I have a very intense traumatic memory with my uncle. And it was almost like in the layers and layers of healing I've done, not just surface, but like pretty deep, there was still a part of me mm -hmm. that like my wing was a little bit broken. So like, you know, even this idea of like flying and spreading your wings and I like, Played yeah. with it, but like baby bird, baby bird, baby bird, and when you got stuck on that part, yeah. it was so intense. I mean, tell me, yes. tell me what yeah, yeah. what happened. Yeah. Um, so we came to we. I also had been trying to kind of just work. So we're, like my sessions would be kind of integrating, you know, some body work, some energy work, like just whatever the hell is going to come up, you know, for you or for the person. And so with you, we had like got to that spot, and every single time we pa would pass over the shoulder. Um, you were like doing a not, no I mean, I, I'm assuming I'm, I'm speaking further. You're doing like, you're not normal, um, sort of release sounds. You know what I mean? Like you were like, it was worse this time. And it was like, you were just hanging on and like, couldn't let that shoulder go. And there's just like a lot, like a huge heaviness. And there was also like a really negative feeling and pulling with that. Um, and it felt like to me that it was just like stuck and it wouldn't let go. And then so I think it kind of left that spot and came back to it like a time or two again, just to kind of give you a break from that. And then at that final time, I think was when you just literally started like releasing in all Howling. sorts of vocal ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like really, really intensely. And, um, and then I felt like just this huge fucking like presence. Like I was like, oh, like heavy mm. presence in the room and energy and like all this stuff. And I was just like, I think that's when I wound up doing the whole get out. Get you're out. Not you're welcome not welcome yeah, here. Like I was like, get out, get out, get <laughs> out. 
And then I started to get out. And then yeah. literally, mm-hmm. I mean, you were like, this is really strong Palo Santo. We have to light this place yes. up. We yeah, have to yeah, smoke true. this place out. Yeah, it was fucking smoke cleared, but we like exceptionally smoke cleared beyond normal smoke clearing, just smoke everywhere. We're like coughing, walking out. (laughs) It also felt like there was a hovering of this really intense Mm. darkness. Mm -hmm. And it was like something that had been lingering in my wing, you know, for decades. And felt like little girl, you sort of, that was injured. And then that's also why you said like the baby bird thing, it felt honestly like, so it felt so chronic and it felt so ancient. And it also felt really like disconnected from who the fuck you even are Mm -hmm. as a person who I know you to be, you know? And so it was like this other separate, like almost like we had a totally separate session than what we would normally do or that we would normally like tap in with you or something. I don't know. It was just like this total, it was almost like a separation, which also the, this card even talking about like releasing attachments and things. And so it's almost like pulling this conversation is perfect and this card perfect because like we stepped into a place where we were releasing something that wasn't, it's not you. It's just an attachment that's come upon you from something else. I feel like there's like this image of a leech that kind of like stays Mm -hmm. and sucks your blood and almost like a leech is hard to detach. Mm -hmm. And that's what it felt like in my wing. And when I let out the cry, it wasn't a cry that was, I'm very open, Mm -hmm. so my Mm -hmm. emotions sort of flow. It was a cry that was so deeply buried and ingrained in me that it didn't sound like me. It It didn't even was, that's what I'm saying. It was not, ooh, I'm getting chills. It was like the six-year-old It was literally like not even your normal release sounds. It was like your, your, I know you and I know your type of like sounds and the noises that you're making stuff. So it was just like this totally separate and whatever. And like people do all sorts of strange and odd things on the table. And so literally 13 years of doing this, I don't have any like, judgment or qualms about anything so all kinds of stuff will be happening you know and i'm like yeah just whatever you just do your thing you know let it out but in that moment i was like get out like i just realized like wow this thing is fucking strong like whatever's happening here and i had to just like really go into that space of just like re- like you are not and i remember speaking like you do not have a space in my home because mm-hmm. i also have a home office that i'm practicing out of so like, you, I don't want that shit in my fucking house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, you do not have a space in my home. Get out. Like, I'm literally just like, Shh. yeah, it was, it was, it was super intense. Yeah. And I felt like we got, normally we'd get to chat after and it was like cut short. So I was just booked back to back. So you just reminded me of that yeah. today. And, and I mean, there was more to that, but I think with that entire intro that was so beautiful and intimate, speaking to what you do, you know, when, when I think of you and what you do and your gifts, like, massage body work and I mm-hmm. when I speak to people and recommend you I, I tell them these stories and then yeah. we've spoken about a lot of people go with this expectation of having this like yes. wild experience because yeah I've been in your table on your table three times and <laughs> the first time it was so psychedelic oh my god and it literally just took me into my subconscious same as the mm-hmm. last two times but the work that you do and I would love to learn about how you got to this place but there's a deep connection that you have with your hands, with your being, your spirituality through the body. Um, and I want to know how this came to be. So tell me your story. Mm, okay. All right. So um, initially, like I was raised, I have a, um, my last name's Romano for God's sake. I mean, it's like very Italian from New York. And so we're, um, you know, like very like Italian kind of family where everybody's just very caught up on like, you know, religion and everything else. And so my mom always suffered with like serious kind of hip 
and like which I now know to be like sciatica, you know, mm -hmm. like sciatic pain and sciatic impingement. And then she would constantly be walking around talking about how she's in so much pain and her hip is killing her and her back's killing her and all this stuff. And like one day when I'm like 13 years old, I remember doing reading like a kinesiology book to see like how the muscles were shaped in there because I was like maybe I'll just like massage it or something. And I just had this random idea. And I wound up like looking at the way they were shaped and just seeing how the belly of the muscle right there was seated. And she kept being like, that's where it is. So I just like wet and I put an elbow into her glute muscle and she was like, ah, like howling about it. And then she, all of a sudden I let, let up and like stopped. And I said, no, I, I want to see if this works. And I was just like, literally probably no technique now. Just like, you know, just digging in there. And then it, she had like, as soon as I moved my hand, she immediately was like, oh my God, I can stand up again. What the fuck? You know, she was, ama she was amazing. It was like so much better for her. Um, and it released quite a bit. And so then she would always be like, oh, you have magic hands. And then um, whenever her friends would come over, or she'd be doing like some sort of Bible study thing or something or whatever it was that she was doing with like her community and stuff. Then I would just like randomly be like massaging people's shoulders and necks and like actually got to be like where like a lot of people were telling me like, whoa, you have magic hands and like you need to be a body worker and blah, blah. And this is when I'm like young, right? And so I tell my dad, like, I think I want to be a massage therapist when I'm older. And he was like, you're not going to do that, you hussy. And I'm like, I don't know what that is in 13, dad. <laughs> like, what? But anyways, so he's like, you're not going to do that. That's insane. Like no child of mine is going to be doing that. Like that's ungodly. Like all this crap, you know, right? Multiple years go by. I'm like banned from you know, this demonic practice of body work, you yeah. know? And then so when I'm like probably seven, 16, I applied to this massage school. They were like, you're insane. We're not gonna prove you. You're like a waitress at an oriental restaurant. Like, what are you doing? There's like $30,000 loan. I think like, that's what? word is outlawed at this point. <laughs> oriental Oh no, what would no, it be no, called? No. That's okay. perfect, keep going. Okay. And then so, um, and then, uh, so I'm just a waitress, you know? Right. There's better ways than that. And then, um, whatever. So I like apply and then I apply again and then I apply a third time. And so finally, like by the time I'm applying for the third time to this school, and again, this is like sneaking behind my parents back and be like, I'm just going to apply without them, you know, and, like really just somehow made this my goal to be like, I'm going to do body work. And especially if my dad said no, like, hmm. are you serious? Of course I'm going to go for that. Like you just told me not to, and right. now it's all I want to do. And so then, um, so I get the, so I go for like that final time and apply and the director of the school just comes walking down the stairs and she was like, I'd like to talk to you. And then I go, I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble, but this is fine. At least I'm going in her office. And so I go with her in her office and she's just like, sits me down and she's like, tell me why on earth a girl that's, you know, whatever, 19, 18, 19 is, is applying to my school so many times. She's like, I have never had this. She's like, I've rejected you multiple times what are you doing and I was like well I just really want to do this and you're like the only school in the tri-state area that's like the best and you're the top rated and I've researched your school blah 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 and she was like okay well this is ridiculous you start Monday and she shoved all the like this books and stuff to me and I was like oh you know it's just so pumped yeah and I got it and she literally approved me for this massive loan on my own and I'm um, so grateful to her and she kind of just like took me under her wing and just the whole entire time I was in the massage school she just like I, you know, I'm, I don't know if she does this with a lot of people or whatever, but she um, just like, man, she just poured into me. And so like, she'd be like, hey, I'm paying for you to go to this landmark forum, which is kind of like a oh Tony goodness, Robbins, you know, like a yes man kind of thing. Yeah. Go to that. I'm like, fuck yeah, of course I'm going to go. She's like, off, she offered me the, like all the things that she thought would be beneficial to me as a therapist. She had me doing like all sorts of trauma, 
EMDR therapy work, like all this stuff. I was like, just open yourself up to whatever and see what you learn. Mm. Then you can share with, with clients and stuff in future. And there was one time where she just like had me do an emotional, somatol emotional release therapy session, which is what we would call that, like somatol emotional release is John Upledger's technique. And he's the one that kind of created this like rocking and like very like cradling mm -hmm. to release big grief emotions. Um, and she asked me like, do you just want to like act as the person to be a model in front of the whole classroom for like 60 people and go through like an actual trauma release that'll look slightly like an exorcism? And I was like, yes, sign me up. Mm. Definitely down to that. So I did that. Um, and that was like the first, you know, opening to me being like, whoa, this people need to go through this. Cause I basically went through all the emotions associated with that there on the massage table in front of everybody. She did give me like a little blindfold, which is amazing because I just blocked the whole room out, you know? And then I went through a series of just different movements and bodies and noises and whatever. And it was like at that point when I went through that, it stuck in me that like, this is what you need to do. And this is what you're going to offer to people. And you're going to integrate this in some way. And like, it just kind of tucked into my bones as like, mm -hmm. I want to be like a trauma therapist and I want to like work with work people through massive, massive things that were supposed to damage them, but they come out like a Phoenix. And at the end, she said that to me, she was like, you're a fucking Phoenix. And then she literally just like ended the session and, and walked out and that was it. And, um, and I kind of took that big blessing from her and all of that knowledge. And that's how I, you know, got that's into so it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's so interesting to learn that because now, putting together the dots, like even in this one session, after we swept out, I believe my uncle's spirit, and especially from this broken wing, yeah. Um, yeah. you turned me over and there was something intuitively that made you want to cover my third eye, my yeah. eyes were covered, and then my throat. And my throat was so closed mm. off, I couldn't even swallow. Yes, sir. And it was that. like this intense feeling of just like almost being my head covered. It really mm -hmm. took me back into the trauma of like my face covered under a pillow, not being able to uh, swallow, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. so safe on this massage table mm -hmm. and with you. And I think that's so much of somatic release, but also like trauma responses, mm -hmm. being able to go back into that almost subconscious state. And if you feel safe, then you can release. Yes. And so yeah, that's yeah. what I've done so closely with plant medicine. And so your, mm -hmm. when I say your experiences on your table have felt so similar to plant medicine experiences where, you know, the dopamine is so high, the serotonin is so lifted that mm -hmm. I feel so safe to go back into these places. Yeah. And I've done that work with plant medicine, but it's, and as much as it's been released from the body, it's also much, very much my subconscious. This, the body keeps the score, the body yes, holds the trauma. So being able to go back into that place where like, holy shit, all of a sudden I'm turned over. My throat is closed. My eyes mm -hmm. are closed. Your hands on my third eye, this like higher knowing I'm trying to swallow. I'm trying to swallow. Yeah. And you're starting to massage. I think like whatever you were doing, you're putting like energy to my throat, energy to my head and maybe going to my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And, um, that feeling again of like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And all I said was, I think, I think I have to cry again. And in that, mm -hmm. the six-year-old again came like bawling, wailing mm -hmm. from like my guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my guts of this yeah. like taking my voice back. And mm -hmm. I mean, who the hell would mm -hmm. know that you're going to a massage and being privy to this beautiful release and opening. And I think yeah. that's such a testament to what you've learned and what you've worked on but in practice, but also like yes. your energetic container because how would you uh, know otherwise point. yeah yeah yes truth, truth so truth, what yeah. i'm curious like what you experience when you're in session mm -hmm. is it just pure like like as much as you go into the body like you're in your own body enough that you just trust or how does that feel 
Well, a lot of the times before I start a session, I'll come down to either hands, feet, hips, glutes, whatever, and I'll kind of start off opening the session with like hands on somebody in an area. And I literally will call in, uh, like drop ego, fuck myself for a second, you know, like yeah, this is your session. So mm. ego's dropped. I'm stepping out of that and I'm calling in like activate. Mm. I'm a fucking conduit. Like I'm literally getting chills thinking about it because mm. I'm not even like some of the time I'm just sort of like, a lot of the time, actually, I'm opening a space for you to heal. And yes, I'm like acting as a conduit. I'm, I'm being, I don't even know if I'm like letting the person sort of use me to like, because that feels like an ill term to say that like that. But it's like, I'm stepping, drop ego, Grace is fucking gone for a second. And like, what's going on? Just talk to me, let your body talk to mine kind of thing. But I do call in like, this is all going to be healing. I'd like to bring in, and depending on the person, right? If I feel like there's something about certain people and certain energies where I'm not going to call in like angel healing. I'm maybe just going to call in, Hey, we'd like, um, you know, earth and father sign and like, just kind of depending on that kind of feel I get, I might not need in that session to bring in like higher power stuff. I might need to focus more on earth and down and low. And like, you know, it depends really what mm -hmm. I'm doing, but in that moment, whatever it is for their body, whatever signs their body tells me, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to call that in and I'm going to step aside and then that's at the start of the session. And then kind of as I work, I really think I'm just like being, um, I'm being super open to whatever things we might discover. And I'm not trying to have too many attachments. I think it's fun and nice and doable to have like a, you know, a 90 minute kind of session that we're, that's our goal, right? Like a 90 minute deep tissue. And just if all else fails. I don't want to even say that term, but if all else, you're just getting a badass deep tissue session. So I'm going into it just being like, yeah, here's this badass body work. But at the same time, as I go over an area or there's just a, you know, an energy, I'm going to feel a holding, I'm going to feel a stuckness, something. And sometimes I'll be starting the massage one way and we go a totally different direction. All of a sudden we've been here for 25 minutes doing some cranial sacral work and whatever. And so we're kind of just jumping around and letting the, it's like body led, mm -hmm. you know, body work. And then, um, you ask kind of what I'm feeling. Um, I mean, sometimes like in a really big release session and something like what we kind of experienced, I mean, sometimes there's these like massive, almost like shaking and like a feeling that like is like deep here. And that I can't even like, I'm literally feeling like I'm shaking and feeling like it's hard for me to even like in that scenario that you're talking about, actually really hard for me to even hold my hand steady on your head. Cause I was like fucking shaking. I had this huge thing. We just had to like get out of there and I have to be in a higher vibration than whatever that is. And even this is the crazy part. I even have to be in a higher vibration than you in that moment. And I feel like you're a super high vibration, like high value chick. So like for me to like step up, I got to like step the fuck up. Like, and it's not even me again, I'm like dropping ego at it, but I, I raise my vibration to where I'm above everything in this moment, but not me. I'm just a flesh suit and I'm being used. Right. right. But like I'm pulling in this highest dimension energy for this session to end with us both on top, as opposed to this, let's say it's this right shoulder thing, taking over us both and wiping us the fuck out. Now it is going to wipe you out. It's going to wipe me out. It's going to like put you on your ass in your car for 30 minutes, yeah. you know? And so, um, yeah, it would be like a, undertaking that I would have to be like, Oh, all right, I got to step up. I got to lead everybody now, you know, and then I have to come into that space and hold that strength for you. And then hold that for the release to happen mm -hmm. and hold that safety and hold the space for myself, not to suck it in yeah. too. Which so, I think is like such an, again, oh. a testament, like 
in the healing world or in this environment of like higher power, right? Mm -hmm. There's so often we talk about set and setting, like the mindset you use when you come into a session. Mm -hmm. This is typical term of like psychedelic assisted therapy, but the mindset and then the setting, the environment, the music, the lighting, um, and this idea of holding space. So as I said, the first time, and I'm, I'm an open vessel, right? So I'm highly sensitive, but I can feel everything and I'm intuitive. The moment I walked into your space for the first time and kind of just like fell on you and and we hugged, it was just this idea of like, whoever this woman is, she holds space. And I Mm. also in that first session, not the recent one with my wing, when I laid down on the table, there was a moment in our first session where you were doing your work and the music was beautiful. But because I've had so much trauma and I'm very protective of my body in this, you know, at this moment, there was a moment where I backed away from you mm-hmm. and you felt mm-hmm. me resisting you and your work, as you told me later was, I felt you pull away. And in mm-hmm. the moment you felt me pull away, you knew, I was thinking to myself, is she safe? How do I know I'm safe? Yes, where am I? I? Why am I here? Yeah. And, and so we went through the session and we talked about it after and you were like, I felt you resisting me. So I softened up. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, using a softer touch, mm-hmm. I wanted to let you know that you were safe. So you yep. were as like this body whisperer, like telling my body, like, it's okay, baby girl. Mm-hmm. Like I got you. So yeah. such a testament again to your gnosis, to your knowing of like how to hold space because this idea of set and setting mindset mm-hmm. and setting, but also as this leader in this environment, mm-hmm. like you like are the conduit, yeah. right? And you yeah, yeah. are why um, someone could come in and feel so open and also shut down, but like you Mm -hmm. are orchestrating the energy, right? It's so much greater than what you're doing with your hands. It's so intense though to think about, like that feels so like when I, when you say that, I feel that imposter syndrome creep up of like, whoa, that's enough, (laughs) settle down. But yeah, no, that's beautiful, thank you. And I feel like um, in tuning into that part that you said about the, when you were pulling away from me, I literally remember I actually said to your body, hey, it's okay. Now it's mm-hmm. cool. We'll just go over here and I'll kind of come back to that. Like I was literally like talking at this whole conversation of like, hey, it's okay. You're safe here. But I did say to your body in that first session multiple times to your body, not just that one moment when you noticed it multiple times throughout, I had to keep letting reassuring your body mm-hmm. that like it's safe here. You're okay. Nothing's going to happen to you. And that's also why I go over so much of my space with you when you get there, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm very like okay, and then over here you're going to be here and then over here you see that I have this here and yada yada. You know, I like go over everything. You could definitely because... have been a flight attendant. <laughs> or an air traffic controller. Mm. <laughs> like oh, cuz of the hands. No, or like it's very boyfriend fan of white. Can you guys give me something yeah. to hold? No, like, but I think um, that was all, actually the no. first thing that I noticed about you before I even met you was in preparing for a session, you send a video that really, really delineates boundaries and you mm. ask for a, you know, a copy of your photo ID, you want a, ba- you know, um, a deposit, like, in, and as a woman, I had such respect without ever meeting you for what you were requiring for me to work with you because yeah, they're saying like, good, this is you. what I need. Mm-hmm. And just to set such an example for me to be like, wow, this woman she doesn't take no shit, right? Like it was like <laughs> so, yeah. And it was such yeah. a beautiful, um, like representation of how to hold space for yourself. Forget mm-hmm. about me. I wasn't even in the equation. Yeah, and so I, I just had such deep reverence for a woman who could stand up and say, Hey, this is what I need. This is yeah. what I require. Yeah. And so automatically I think there was such a sense of trust because maybe a former version of me or people I might know would be like, this is too much. It feels complicated. And mm-hmm. I just saw it as like, fuck yeah. yes for someone yeah. who 
requires that for their own like exchange of energy because what you're yes. doing as much as I'm receiving you are too like the body the, the massage True. it's a conversation between two people yeah. it is not one-sided I am not the only one receiving because you're also having to have proper boundaries for the energy I'm carrying into your home mm, yes and like I said yeah and that's why the whole like the last session get, being, out. get out you are <laughs> not gonna stay here but yeah no that's so um that's really just vital to hear that I think too and then also like um, I think if more people, my God, if more people could like hear this and hear, you know, how maybe I just, this makes me want to immediately, like, as you're talking, I'm like, I just want to educate like every mm. therapist in Austin and anywhere to be like whole, like give safety to people. Cause that's the thing. That's really the biggest piece of this, right? Think about this. If you're come to a session and like you let's say something as simple as like the, the drapes not up high enough and you feel like you're about it's like a boobs about to pop out you're really never gonna relax like mm. you're never gonna let go because there's this subconscious feeling that like ooh, if i move too much or even if i take too deep of a breath that thing's coming out so then like i'm gonna sort of stay here and like keep this protected so like you can't like you can't even as a therapist you can't even expect somebody to release fully if you haven't even done like the most simplistic things, safety, setting the tone for the space, opening up with your also your own boundary, and then um, and then it can be you know an option for them at that point to to feel safe and whatever. And I always you know state different things like hey you know undress their comfort level whatever. I have people sign off before they start like are we working on glutes and pecs and like all these things that let you know that I'm asking for consent the whole time and we're also honoring your body and what you need and then also like erring on the side of like maybe it is for example maybe it is draping thing whatever erring on the side of like having a more you know high drape or whatever for women just so you can feel like you can let go and then as time goes on throughout the session yes then maybe you yourself are gonna be like oh this is a little too high up on my neck to have the sheet let me pull this so down safe, like, so just you know yes. right so just ease into it so, yes and let that be guided by the client and the patient and the yeah. human that's receiving you know and yeah. just kind of let you feel where you're at with um you know coming to what feels safe for you and i don't know what feels safe for you because what might feel safe to me is running around town like topless like right. that's cool but um and i'm not really saying i do that or not but like Whatever. that might be Everyone cool has for bibs. me yeah that might be cool for me but like also then maybe it's really not it's very uncomfortable and somebody even hearing that would be like oh that's ugh, what so you know? interesting though because we talk about like your meat suit to my meat suit like in <laughs> this that. yeah or, or you said some other body a suit i call suit, yeah. you call it a flesh suit i call it a meat suit mm -hmm. but the irony in that is that like that's actually like your canvas but i believe you know people come to you for body work but what i have received from you and what i believe you're actually doing is you're working an energetic level and so um, I'm curious if that was a gift that I'm sure you're always like tapping deeper into, but how do you find your spiritual connection? I know that you're, you know, you practice yoga, you have a, a deep religious, you know, connection. Um, what does spirituality mean for you and how does it show up in the work that you do? Oh, that's super loaded. Um, I think that I receive, I was raised super Catholic, then super Christian for a while, and then kind of like Baptist-y, and then Pentecostal, I've like tried them all on, and then um, there's a big chunk of my life where I kind of just denied any kind of maker, and was like, deny or make oh. yeah. you know, went with that route, and so didn't really believe in anything or any, and then I came to, after some massive like um, car wreck that like put me in a coma and all this crazy stuff, I like came to this space of like, no, I actually think that there is something here with this universe and there's something in this world. But what I do notice that I kind of 
do tap into, um, man, I feel like God is without name. Mm. And so, and, in, and if God is divinely inside of every single one of us, then that would mean that there's actually many types of religions can all be, we can all be speaking about God and we're talking about our own version of what God is. Because mm -hmm. again, if you and I sat in the same exact church service or whatever, we're receiving a totally different thing from mm -hmm. that message and from that speaker and from that room. Like, I don't even, I don't live in your brain. I have no fucking clue what you're receiving. Like, I don't even know. But for me, I'm receiving this. So great. I'll take that. Leave the rest for someone else. Maybe the rest for someone else is you, you know? And so I think that I receive a little bit of every type of religion. And so that's kind of for me what spirituality means. And then um, I can see I'm very like, because I have a Libra moon or something in my chart or some, somewhere in there, I've got a lot of scales tipping. And so I'm very like, well, I can see your side and I can see their side. And mm -hmm. I totally get what you guys are saying, like very pragmatic. And so I feel like um, for me that uh, I would kind of take a little bit of everything and believe a little bit of everything and be like, okay, I see. Cause in the end we have no fucking clue what any of that meant. And we don't even really, you know, we don't know. I don't know. Just but believe we in a think, higher power. Yes. And yeah. we, th what we think it, it is. And so, um, you know, I'm going to try my best to like honor that also with my son. I have a little nine year old and I'll try my best to be like, well, what do you think? Because I think Buddhists believe this and Christians believe this and Pentecostals. And so what do you think that means? And he'll be like, well, I think, you know, and then I'll have some crazy story about like, where's it all little God babies in our bellies? And we just, blah. I'm like, fuck yes, dude, let's do that. Be a God baby today. And then he'll be like, I activated God baby at school. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know that that's, they didn't mean punching your friend in the face, but no, we just, uh, so I kind of go with that. And then in a session, again, that spirituality piece for a session would be like me kind of pulling in what I feel like their body is telling me that they believe in. And like nine times out of 10, I'm fucking right every time. And it's because it's not my hypotheses of their body. It's something being you. spoken to me yeah. of like this. Well, definitely like this girl that came recently was like an actual Wiccan. And as soon as I put my hands on her, I was like, oh, we're definitely not, right. I'm not really going to call the devil in here, but we're going to call in maybe some like little witchy sisters for her or something, you know, and whatever, like whatever she needs to feel for this session. And then I'm also with that, I'm going to kind of arm myself in whatever I feel is safety and hey I don't really want any dark energy but I want to give her this best session blah 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 and kind of calling in like hey whoever her mm. grace is and her god is and her maker and yeah. you know that kind of thing and You're so really I kind of honoring. try to honor yeah. each of their spaces that the person's in and like receive, I think in that know? though all I'm hearing is like this self-trust piece because to honor another you have to really honor yourself so it sounds like you've really been on this journey of like, even from the time you put your elbow in your mom's hip of like mm. trusting your body was leading you there. And you're like, no, let me just see what this works. And like yeah, knowing yeah. even if it was like to piss your dad off that like mm. there was something much deeper for you and continuing to apply to the school, even though you kept getting rejected. And then That's finally, funny. almost like this angel was yeah. just like, I see you. Yeah. Okay, little girl, like you want to play? And then she really invested in you. But ultimately mm -hmm. it, it feels like the thread was like, you let trust take you exactly where you need to go as like long as your journey has been and into okay. each session because you have to be in trust to let people in your home yeah, right to let point. energy into your space and to know that your energy carries almost like a gratitude or like a gravitas of weight that can mm. almost like I hate to say it, but deaden any energy that might not be for your highest power yes right? yeah, yeah yeah so what does like self-trust look like for you on a daily basis? Is it a practice? Is it multiple practices? Mm. Ugh, wow. 
<sighs> I think that that is like, hmm, I think it's a start. It's like every morning. I know you have, I feel like you have so many practices. I love how you share all your stuff. Oh. Um, you have a super like, I think like very, um, your morning practice feels like way more uh, calm and, um, you know, gentle. And mm. mine approach is like, fucking let's go, coffee. And then I do like a lot of like um, lately, so I usually find like a song or something in the mornings. Um, and a lot of times it's some sort of like Indian spirituality song with a mantra that's being chanted over and over. And I'll like mm -hmm. play that and I'll get things ready and I'll greet my kiddo and that sort of thing. Um, I think that feels like so many layers to that because it can change throughout the day though. You know, that self trust piece and maybe, you know, parts of like what I'm doing for self. I don't know. I mean, it can be, it can change even from one day to the next, even within like an hour or so. Maybe I get a phone call and I'm just about to walk into yoga or, you know, walk in, into my living room for yoga. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'm getting ready to like turn on all my video cameras and crank up all my lights and I'm getting ready to record that session because I'm sending it to a client or something. Um, and all of a sudden then maybe that self-trust is shattered with a phone call of like, oh, well, you know, you said it could be something simple, right? Oh, you forgot to pay this bill and it's the person calling, hey, you know, whatever. Like, oh my God, I was that busy that I literally didn't pay my car payment? What the fuck is wrong with you? You know, and then you go into that interesting headspace of like, why does a car payment, missing a car payment, activate that? Such a weird, deep sense of like distrust in self. So I don't know, that's a big one. I think that's what I work for every single day is to be trusting myself um, and, I think I just lean into like that nothing is of my understanding and nothing is really me. Uh, if we just like Alan Watts always talks about, if we just like actually literally uh, pretend that without self, like we're not even there, you know, just like we're nothing. literally like, yeah, it's almost like in, and that sounds like some people haven't heard of him and like heard all that stuff, like saying I'm nothing sounds so fucked up to people. They're like, what? I'm not nothing. I am an X, Y, Z. Well, it's like, but dropping and being, being open to like, I am a student. I am an whatever. I'm a nothing. Like, it's just, I'm open. And I think that is the trust piece becomes like, um, just not really picking what I'm going to do that day for myself, but still, yes, yeah. but then still doing whatever it feels. It's like you, you know, body wants a steak, let's pop a steak on, like the letting, leading with the body. And so, um, yeah, I hope I answered that correctly because I kind of feel like that's a no, little, there's so like, many layers to that. Yeah. Right. But I think ultimately like what you're saying is that you listen Sorry. and that you are open to not being, you know, sort of in the box, whatever is presented mm -hmm. to you. Like when you say you listen to an Indian mantra, like so do I, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I listen from your table, like there was this song and it's on repeat of like, you know, God is real. Mm -hmm. And in this like Govinda God and this Indian mm -hmm. mantra, but like what I was listening to then on repeat a couple of weeks ago was like Oceans by Hillsong of like, you know, spirit mm -hmm. lead me when my yeah. trust is without borders. And like either yeah. way it's God and it's what I choose is whatever I'm being led to and listened to. And even yeah. in my practices, like, you know, I say journal, meditate, pray, like touch, yes. you know, every day, mm -hmm. but like, it's not every day, you know, it doesn't, to me, it's not about checking the box. It's about honoring what the meat suit and what the soul is asking yeah, for. True, true, true. And right. that could be different from day to day because some days I am really good about journaling the whole day and before a session, like arming myself with like, oh, I'm going to say this over my body and blah, 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 you know? And then, um, other times I'm just whooshed right into that session. I don't have time for those things. 
And in the session, then somebody says something back to me, like that reaffirms for me, like, holy fucking shit. You were like on your path. You're got, you have this God given amazing fucking ability to like help hold the space for others. And I'm just like comforted by that. And in that moment, that is the fucking self-trust that is coming from outer. And so sometimes I don't always want to, you know, um, I guess I don't want to admit really that it's too much that like other people really, you know, do it for me or activate other parts of me. But like the reality is, is like other humans, we all need each other community. And so like saying that, like, wow, that person just literally changed my fucking day and I'm the body worker. And like, they just said something to me, like unbelievable, you know, the human body so well, or like how the fuck some people would be like, Oh, how the fuck did you know to just go right there? Like, I didn't even tell you about that. And then, mm. you know, something simple like that just reaffirms like, wow, I just like, yeah, I just, I don't even know. I'm just being led there, you know, something simple and it'll like mm. set in mind my trust for that day just for myself. Reassured. And I needed that, yeah. you know? And I was like, wow, I didn't even know that I needed that. It's so interesting you. too, because you always say, oh, gas me up or you always gas me up. And it's so funny because it's so inert in me to mm, honor those that I feel not are worthy or deserve honoring, but um, what you do, it has significantly changed my life. Wow, and I've been you. on your table three times and I've met thousands and thousands and thousands of people and have mm. had conversations with all sorts of walks of life and there was something about coming to your home the first time when you know the the most incredible healer from a shamanic perspective is off the same exit of the highway and I make a right and I was on your way to your home and I made a left and I was like I know that this is going to lead me somewhere new yeah because I've worked with her for so long this is a different experience and um in those three hours or sorry they're 90 minute sessions so for uh, four and a half hours, um, you've significantly changed my life, wow. my journey, my connection to my body, and That's a big one. the spiritual container that's both held around me and within the meat suit I'm carrying to really release um, dormant energy that has mm -hmm. significantly held me back in my life. That's the same. So yeah. I don't know that I could ever show you enough grace mm -hmm. and gratitude Thank for, um, yeah. I get the chills thinking about it for being that conduit for me. Yeah, so, that's so beautiful. If that is not a testament to um, higher grace, full healing, and <laughs> seek her out <laughs> and um, book a session Stop. without expectation because uh, right. we are all different beings, vessels, we carry different energy, we have different stories, um, which is why I feel so called to have these conversations yeah. because I want to share your story in tandem with my own and your story. I love that, yeah, thank As you. a part of your own. Um, but really, ultimately, as you said about humans, the human condition is that we are all connected. Mm -hmm. And that what so we true. do influences what other people, how we give, how we receive. And ultimately, I think the piece is like, fundamentally it's love, but I think to really feel and experience love, we have to honor like trust. Mm. So I'm going to leave you with this question, which you have to answer before we leave. Um, oh God. The phrase, everything you need is inside. What does that mean for you? I mean, wow, have you asked everybody this one? Just, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I think, honestly, I think it is just, if it was given, if somebody said that to me, I would be like, uh, okay, you know, like, that's so cliche, yeah. like, but like, 
also on a, just a really simplistic level, I think it's in the cell, it's given to us in the cells of our body. So when people say the whole, you know, everything you need is inside of you, I think it's um, just like from, I didn't, okay, this, I didn't choose this, I don't think. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't ever believe that I ever was like, I want to always be, like, I want, I didn't even, like, plan this. It's just kind of one fucking elbow and then boom, <laughs> you know? And so it's just been, like, somehow just built into me and has been given to me and then I have to honor that and it's part of my design as a human. Mm. So, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know if that's a good no, I think it's beautiful. That, you know? And I think with, and you, you provide it with such grace and to the extent that being that we met and then I felt so called to join you in this religious experience to go so to fun. church mm -hmm. and being in this sort of conservative church and me and Grace are there and Grace is hollering and like <laughs> howling and we're like, ah! and like howling and yeah, I'm just jumping up like, and down. I was like, sing, yeah. sing. I kept telling you to sing. I'm and like, she also it, kept dude. saying to me in this journey of like, Picture yourself as this sturdy house that can't be shaken, mm -hmm. like really finding this, yeah. this um, deep, deep grounding. And I think what you've you know, shown up as, especially in your sessions, is being that house. So you provided such a beautiful example for me. And in terms of that this has been given to you, I'm so glad it has yeah, because I've you. been privy to such magic in your guys. So thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. Thank, thank you. you. So find Grace at Graceful Healing. Where can they find you? Um, Instagram is at graceful underscore 23, I think. I'm not really okay. sure. At graceful, graceful healing. healing. Okay, yeah. graceful underscore healing 23. And then, um, honestly, though, if you just literally typed in Grace Romano LMT, you would be able to find Google pulls up many a thing about me. So that's a go. lot. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me.